I'm going to show you two natural remedies for grinding teeth at night. Okay. And it's called nocturnal bruxism. And this is a very common problem with uh, a good portion of the population. But of course, there's not much known about it. They don't know what causes it, but we're going to get into it and connect the dots. And not knowing how to deal with this can definitely lead to excessive wearing of your teeth, teeth pain, headaches when you wake up in the morning, uh, your jaw being in spasm. And then of course you end up wearing a night guard, which is a piece of plastic in your mouth all night. Okay. So there's a new term I want to talk about. It's called rhythmic masticatory muscle activity. Well, that's just a medical term that describes what happens when you grind your teeth. Masticatory has to do with the muscles involved with uh, chewing your food. And of course the term rhythmic means uh, this regular set pattern or wave of something. There's a couple things involved. One is related to the autonomic nervous system. Apparently right before you start to do this at night, there's an activation of this um, autonomic nervous system in this transition phase that affects the heart. Apparently the heart is involved. You start getting an increase in, in pulse rate, which is interesting. Okay, what's up with that? Well, both of those are involved with the autonomic nervous system, that system that works on automatic and it controls a lot of different parts of your body. Well, less than a second before this occurs, 0.8 seconds to be exact, you have the stimulation or the increasing tone of your jaw muscles that occur. And we know that's related to grinding. And so apparently this problem has something to do with this transition phase and this um, dysfunction of the nervous system that controls the muscular system, the muscles of your jaw. And just so you know, like during sleep, you have these cycles of sleep from superficial sleep to deep sleep. And so some of these levels of sleep are, are very active. Um, you can have these wild dreams, like you're almost awake, but you're actually asleep. You would think that the grinding of the teeth would wake you up. And of course, this phenomena is occurring in the level where your brain is aroused and it's active versus the phase of sleep that all your muscles are basically paralyzed and you're just laying there completely in the dead of sleep or the delta wave sleep. And so this mainly occurs in the more of the superficial levels of sleep. Now, what else do we know that's uh, helpful? Well, we do know that there's a high risk of getting bruxism in smokers. If you're a smoker, you have two times the risk of getting this. Also, it's higher in people that drink alcohol. It's higher with people that are on SSRIs, which are uh, medications that are manipulating serotonin for anxiety and depression. Okay, so that's a little clue. In fact, there's even a condition called SSRI-associated bruxism, okay, as a side effect. And we also know that serotonin is involved with sleep and the SSRIs involve serotonin. And so whether someone takes them because they're deficient in serotonin or once they take them, they become deficient, we don't know, but there's a serotonin connection there's also a dopamine connection because they found that when someone takes like L-DOPA, which is a precursor to dopamine, there's a lower incidence of bruxism. And they both do also relate to the autonomic nervous system. Because remember, um, neurotransmitters are like hormones for the nervous system. So you have the neurotransmitters for the nerves, and then you have hormones that communicate through the blood. We also know that uh, bruxism can be triggered by stress events trauma, excess caffeine intake. And then there's another association which I want to bring up um, with a problem with what's called SNPs. Now, what are SNPs? Now, I'm going to give you a new word here. So, and I'll define it very simply. 
but a SNPs, S-N-P-S, stand for single nucleotide polymorphism. And very simply, what that is, it's a tiny change in the sequence of your gene that can alter a function in your body. And so when you get a DNA test, which I've been talking about in other videos, you're really looking at these SNPs. And um, uh, from that, you can kind of deduct um, susceptibility to certain problems. How does this relate to uh, grinding of your teeth? Well, apparently there's this variation or change with your genetics that can increase significantly the risk of grinding your teeth at night. And this gene, HTR2A, is the receptor gene for serotonin. What a coincidence. And serotonin can also help with stress. Dopamine also uh, can help uh, reduce stress as well. And so if you have this SNP variation with this serotonin receptor, okay, you can be deficient in serotonin, okay? So you basically are gonna just have to increase more precursors to build up that hormone to fix it. So it might not even be a problem, even if you have a problem with this gene, if you're taking all the necessary things or doing all the necessary things to handle this receptor for serotonin. And I just wanna point this out because people think that if they just have a kind of a problem with their genetics, they can't do anything about it or they'll automatically have a problem with it. That's not true. Uh, certain people will have a problem if um, let's say their diet's not right or their environment is not good, especially if they go through a lot of stress and things like that and they eat poorly. All right, so what can someone do? Well. The first nutrient I'm going to recommend is B1, thymine. Why? Well, because if you think about it, how do you become deficient in B1? Definitely by drinking a lot of alcohol, definitely by drinking a lot of caffeinated beverages, and definitely by smoking a lot where you're exposed to nicotine. So all these triggers could be leading to a problem with a deficiency of B1, which then causes an exaggerated deficiency of serotonin and dopamine, and then compounded with your genetics and stress, boom, it's the perfect um, storm. And so you need B1, thymine, to make serotonin and to make dopamine, which is another interesting connection. And this could also explain why if someone takes like L-DOPA as a precursor, as a supplement, right? Uh, initially, they tend to do good with uh, this bruxism, but if they take it over a long period of time, it seems to come back. Well, it could be they didn't address this vitamin B1, okay? That's the precursor. So you just kind of have to have the, all these little pieces to the puzzle to kind of understand what you need to do. You can get it from nutritional yeast. And I would recommend if you get it from nutritional yeast, make sure you have an unfortified one so you don't get the synthetic added B vitamins to it. Um, or else just find a natural B1, okay? So that's number one. The other vitamin I would recommend, the vitamin D3, because vitamin D3 is a potent modulator or regulator for dopamine. Vitamin D3 also activates serotonin. So it's very important in these two neurotransmitters. And when you're deficient in vitamin D3, uh, people tend to have depression. They get anxious. They have deficiency symptoms of dopamine and serotonin. So both of these vitamins have been shown to decrease the risk of bruxism directly, but now we know why. So very simply, this is what I want you to do. Start taking B1, start taking vitamin D3, 
And then comment down below if your grinding of the teeth goes away.